0: Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 60 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplays and screenplay writers. We are your hosts. I'm Ryan.
1: Hi, I'm Nathan.
0: And it's great to be back for episode 60. We've reached the six-decade mark in terms of number of podcast episodes, which we're really proud of.
1: I feel like if someone were to give us a birthday card for a 60th episode, it would say something along the lines of, Okay, now you're officially over the hill.
0: Yeah. We're over the hill for sure. We're middle-aged. We've turned 60. We're mature.
1: Hopefully hopefully not retiring soon though.
0: We're comfortable with where we're at. We're cool. We're not getting any younger.
1: You know, we want to keep this podcast going for as long as possible. Yeah. In thousands uh, probably. Thousands, yes. Easily. Yeah, uh, yeah, it will be easy. So yeah.
0: So we're well on our way is how we feel about that.
1: I do have some big news just kind of about my personal life right. and my own career tra- trajectory. I, I wanted to get it out here on the podcast because I feel like it's important. Um, uh, screenplay writing is kind of taking a back seat for me at the moment. Um, school is starting again, and I have enrolled
0: right Right.
1: i am going to the regional college for computer programming i'm doing a six-year program there in order to find out how computers work and how they how you can program them right and it's a big step for me i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna stop screenplay writing but i just think i'll be a little bit too busy with this program and I've kind of become a little bit disillusioned with the industry and the agents and Hollywood and and everything that comes with being a screenplay writer. So Hollywood North. Exactly. So while I'll, I'll continue to host the podcast. um,
0: We're going to play it by ear.
1: We're gonna play it by ear. If yeah. there's ever a moment where I need to, I need to work on a computer or something, yeah. And it happens to coincide with one of our podcast recordings. Yeah. Maybe we could bring in a guest host or Ryan yeah. do solo.
0: Yeah, guest host. I'm, I'm. You know, when Nathan told me this information, I, you know, mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. I was excited for Nathan and also a little concerned for myself and for the podcast. I'm just going to be honest. Wasn't sure how the podcast will will uh, be affected by the news. We're going to play it by ear. You know, Nathan's going to be busy with school, learning computer programming, learning computers and and how they are programmed to function and part of me thinks okay well that's your priority that's cool you go for that you know i may be on the lookout for a new co-host it may get to that point where nathan can't give 150 which is in our you know personal binding contract for each other to give 150 to the podcast so we're going to play it by ear we're going to play it by ear
1: exactly and if there is a formal application of course i will help with the job interview process etc right right and picking out the right person and stuff like that i just feel like for me though it's like there are so many jobs within the film industry and within screenplay writing that just being a writer i kind of want to broaden my like scope you know what i mean right with computers everything kind of relies on computers and wi-fi and internet these days so i feel i do feel like I, I'm like maybe I could design screenplay writing software, or I could work on the computer that they do for CGI, or I could work right. on the computer that they do for, for the editing title cards, title cards, everything. So yeah. there's lots of different aspects of it, and this it's industry true. is massive and it, it's it's ever changing. And so yeah, yeah. I want to get one step ahead of the curve here and and actually put my. Uh, well, I wouldn't really say skills, but interests to good use. Develop some skills. Develop. What you're exactly. saying, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's interesting. We have a slightly different perspective on it. My perspective is that the world of screenwriting, screenplay writing itself, is so incredibly broad. There's an endless array of interesting opportunities within the screenplay writing uh, field itself. You can write long screenplays. You can write shorties. You can write middle-length comedy, dramedy. Tragedy, thrillers, drillers, adventure, fantasy, adventure, faux fantasy, fantasy comedy, comedy, buddy comedy, fantasy comedies, um, the whole gamut. So, for now, if you've been wondering, listener, I am, I am fully committed to screenplay writing. For the time being, I'm still, I'm, I'm at 225 percent right now commitment which is my 150 times Nathan's 150. Uh, I guess that would be 22,500%. But anyway, I'm committed Nathan. I mean, you really times
1: that you would add it, right?
0: Right. Yeah, it's true. So Nathan's got one foot out the door. That's fine. One foot out the door. Still one foot in the door. Well, um, the doors
1: are very close to each other, and they're in an apartment building with not much space. So it's well. There's only one door. Well, there's the other. The other door you got is one foot outside it, and yeah, I got one door in computers, one holding foot. it open like no, a salesman. you got one foot in computers. Well, no, I got one. Uh, I've created the door for computers. Uh, computers can be anything. Computers and they're in the hallway. Computers in, in the hallway, and Screenplay Writers podcast is on the other end. And there's a big exit joined. sign
0: above the door, <laughs> and you've gone toward that exit sign, and you got one foot out, and that's fine. It's that's actually fine. a
1: funny exit sign that the tenant put up, and it's a parody exit sign, and it says, "Right," and and it's it's to it says, it's like for Halloween, and basically it's they're the na- the guys are neighbors, and they're very nice to each other. So I've got right, one foot right. in each of the doors, and I have flowers in both my hands, and I'm extending them out to to each of the apartments. So. I'm really not going to go anywhere, actually. I'm going to continue hosting the podcast for sure. I've just decided. So um, if you were wanting to be the next co-host, too bad.
0: Um, Too bad. Uh, I am on the lookout for a new co-host, so if you've got an application, send it in. Let's talk about sound, because speaking of broad variety of aspects to the screenplay industry, sound is one of them. And we haven't really touched on it too much in detail, but that's what this episode is about, episode 60. It is all about sound and how the screenplay and the screenplay writer can influence the sounds in a screenplay and the tone of sounds and all aspects of everything you hear from minute one to minute 95. Nathan, what is comes to mind when when you think of sound in screenplays?
1: I think of like uh, like stiletto heels click cl- clack cl- click clicking on a floor yes. or um,
0: basketball hoops swishing through a, a hoop. Yeah, basketball. Totally. Yeah,
1: um, or
0: a stiletto going through a basketball hoop. Or another shoe. Some yeah. kid threw a shoe through a basketball hoop. Yeah. Maybe bouncing off the rim.
1: <laughs> yeah. Those are all kind of things that definitely come to mind when I think of sound in movies. I think of like suspenseful like Doo. you know.
0: Yeah, like um a trombone sliding down the uh the trombone slide. Yeah. Doo. When something Funny happens or Or a little bit messed up messed up happens yeah yeah Um, those are all sounds Uh, they're all examples of sounds in screenplays that you have a lot of control over as the screenplay writer Um, you know we talked about sound effects like the stiletto click clacking we talked about sounds that you would see on screen that need to be recreated after the fact That's done by a Foley artist. A Foley artist who is somebody who sits in a booth, not unlike the one we're in, just cram-packed with equipment and everyday... Toys and gizmos and gadgets. Exactly. And they use those gadgets to create the sounds we hear on screen when you're watching a screenplay come to life. It's really interesting to sit back and watch Foley artists at work I've heard, I've never done it myself, but I imagine it to be quite a process.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I've never seen them do their thing before. I picture them kind of like all dressed in shadowy clothes and like yeah, walking around the room with their toys and, and, and kind of playing and having fun, but also they're creating sounds for the movie. So I think they watch the movie as it's playing, and then they, like, time it perfectly.
0: Absolutely, I think they do. Um, Now, I can almost see you doing that, Nathan. You're getting into that business because you like to fidget and move around and grab stuff (laughs) while watching uh, a screenplay that everyone else is just watching patiently and quietly. (laughs) It's true.
1: (laughs) That that is true. I think it would be... Put that to work. I'm a fidgeter, for sure. I... If you see me with the popcorn, I'm constantly running my hands through it or I'm waving around the Twizzlers when I get excited.
0: Sorting a deck of cards. Yeah. Flicking them between your fingers and putting them together, which I'll be honest is a pretty cool skill that you have developed
1: now. I have developed and I'm planning to develop more of those skills in, oh, no, in a computer school. No, it'd actually be cool as if you probably don't even need Foley artists anymore. Because that's true. you can do them all on the computer. That's true. I bet that that's what I'll learn. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sort of secretly, I hope to really. Yeah, you should
0: take a class in sound for sure. Um, Recording it, creating them,
1: everything. Um, Um, It's interesting though, because like not a lot of movies use stuff like beatboxing.
0: No, they don't anymore. It was bigger in the '80s and '90s, I would say, but you don't see a lot of movies about beatboxing about characters who beatbox. I would. Uh, I I think it's partly because people have not devoted the time to become quality beatboxers. No, uh, no, as they have. So that might also be something you might consider if you're looking to broaden your screenplay horizons.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Jokes. Today on Script Surgery, we're going to talk about Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. A uh, screenplay that we read some time ago, not long after probably Mamma Mia 1 came out. We read Mamma Mia 1, Nathan and I, together, page by page. I said,
1: hopefully there's a sequel. Please tell me there's a sequel. Exactly. There was, of course. There
0: was. Yeah, we we wanted one. We thought there would be one, and it, it did happen. We did draft our own uh, we called it Mamma Mia, Dancing Queen, Part 2. Fernando. Fernando. And they did, you know, I know, know they did love it. A few people read it. Uh, they, they took a few of our ideas and moved them forward, but I believe their ideas were independently developed and their lawyers claimed that they didn't use any of ours. So that's fine. We decided not to pursue legal action. But the new screenplay, Mamma Mia, I wanted to i wanted to hate it. Just because of that background, we had drafted our own Mamma Mia 2. And when I did ultimately read the new version that was not ours and did not borrow any of our ideas and use them all, I was quite impressed, I'll be honest. Nathan, what was your first take?
1: Yeah, it was a different, like... Uh, it was a completely different tone right. and... Uh, plot and movie than our sequel. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it. It was interesting to kind of, like, look at, like, the differences. It's like, okay, like, in ours, ours was... Well, we were kind of, like, also kind of combining it with an amazing Spider-Man prequel-type movie, so it was, like, yeah. a lot of stuff about Peter Parker becoming Peter Spider-Man Parker. Does play a and role. Uncle Ben and stuff, so...
0: And it's true, we did. We brought in Peter Parker, and what we also did... As Nathan is pointing out, we, we got rid of all the characters from the original Mamma Mia and we brought in the Bee Gees. Yeah. So it was Mamma Mia two, the Bee Gees and Fernando. And that's what we did because we thought it would be good. Let's change it up. It's and be let's, interesting, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And then and then the Bee Gees with Peter Parker and Spider Man mash up. Um didn't fly though, but this new one uh, was pretty impressive. Um, we liked it. I my script surgery uh, result. I wouldn't change a word.
1: It's absolutely a perfect film. Yeah,
0: let's do logline cage match.
1: Logline cage match is where we pitch each other ideas to kind of simulate a real life pitch session with a Hollywood executive and we give each other no-holds-barred feedback.
0: Absolutely, and this one came to mind when we talked about covering sound on this episode. It's called The Cabin Maker's Gambit. A late-30s ad exec gets exhausted from the business, so he moves to the country where he builds a log cabin from scratch and starts a freelance advertising consultancy which becomes successful. It's called The Cabin Maker's Gambit. And, yeah, that's the idea. I, I, I've got 40 pages down. Nathan and I are going to jam on it tonight. Yeah, What do totally. you think, Nathan? I mean, I love Be the honest. idea.
1: Everything kind of – it definitely seems like um, maybe a dream of yours.
0: Well, I guess it is a bit of a personal story. I've always wanted to live in the country – Um maybe build log cabins. Yes. It, 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 yeah, there are some similarities there.
1: <laughs> Would you see yourself as like the, the lead character? Or?
0: I you know what? That's a I've never really thought of it, but now that I think about it, I do share a lot of traits with my vision for that lead character. Can chop wood, knows his way around a saw, likes the forest able to choose good flat areas to sleep on, that type of thing I think would be a good fit. So if it worked with everybody's schedules and my schedule and the pay was right, I would consider applying for the role.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's a great idea, and you uh, definitely keep writing it.
0: All right. Well, I'll keep going on that one. All right. Well, anything else uh, you want to say about your school coming up, Nathan? I guess, you know, good luck. I guess you got class to go to any minute now, don't you?
1: Yeah, I got to run a class. Okay. Um, Hopefully it's good. And it definitely will be good. And uh, yeah, if you see me at the library with a stack of books and a big computer, don't fret. I'm just studying.
0: Right on. Well,. Good luck with that. Hopefully, you can make the next episode uh, coming up next week. If not, I'll find a co-host who can do it. Uh, and That'll be great. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. And as always, keep your dialogue snappy.
1: Always keep ready.